Good afternoon and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll talk about the rain with a couple of local farmers. Also, we'll check in with Dairy Farmers of Manitoba Chair David Weens. And first in today's country comment, we'll get reaction to yesterday's provincial agra recovery announcement. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. As we heard yesterday, the Manitoba government will invest $62 million in programs under the Agra Recovery Framework to support livestock producers affected by this year's drought conditions. Carson Callum is General Manager of Manitoba Beef Producers. Definitely very pleased with this announcement and uh, the avenues that they're looking to, to support, you know, looking at the two-pronged approach that we had suggested in sh- ensuring that there's uh, assistance for folks to to keep animals on and, and get feed either purchased or, or shipped in and then looking at the other the other part of it and that recognizes that people have already made these these uh, tough decisions to sell off a good portion of their herd and we want to support them um, getting back in and growing their herds back up once uh, you know maybe these drought issues subside. Some of the final details is that still being worked out or? Yeah, yeah, and we're in contact with uh, you know with the department to uh, figure out some of these details, and we're hoping that uh, that can be put out by the department in the in the very short term, so people can you know fully understand what what the support's going to be. But I see it and I read it as, you know, there's going to be support for, for feed and there's going to be support for, um, you know, a herd rebuilding thing in that, in that two-pronged approach. And I think that's, uh, that's really a positive step and, and we're happy that uh, our province has put in this their, their uh, provincial contribution to the Ag Recovery Program and uh, look forward to uh, hearing more from the federal government. We heard uh, last week $100 million, um, you know, combined with the province. Is that sort of the dollar range you were looking at, or I guess um, that's that's always up to change? Or Yeah, and I think that $100 million provided by the federal government was definitely very appreciative, appreciated to get the conversation started, but once you split that up between, you know, four provinces here it it, uh, it uh, gets used up pretty quick especially when you look at the level of hurt so that's why uh, discussions with uh, the federal government both from our end and from our federal counterpart CCA they're looking to uh, um, you know to, to, to up that number a bit to reflect the, the challenges that producers are facing and uh, the the rain we got this week is, is that gonna help uh, at all or you know it's it doesn't hurt um, I think we're going to need a lot more <laughs> to make a dent, but uh, um, any bit of rain is always welcome. That was Carson Callum, General Manager of Manitoba Beef Producers. I also caught up with Bill Campbell, President of Keystone Agricultural Producers. As a ag organization, we are thankful for the provincial government for this announcement. Uh, we have um, voiced our concerns with regards to the impact that the drought has had on producers and the government has listened and responded. And so I think that's uh, very welcoming news that, um, that we're going to try and address some of the issues with regards to the drought and through the agri-recovery program. Did you guys get much rain in that area this week? Or? Well, we had about an inch and three-tenths, but, um, you know, a little further south and a little further west maybe got up to two inches. So I think it's pretty general that, you know, most places got over an inch. So 
um, you know, that, and it actually felt very beneficial. Um, you know, it was over a 10 hour window. And so there's not many puddles that uh, soaked in really, really good. And, uh, you know, just lifted the spirits of a lot of producers that it still can rain and that, you know, the, the dust has settled and the heat disappeared for a couple of days. So are there crops that could benefit or? Well, we, we still believe that there's, there's some benefit to the rain with regards to soybeans and edible beans and corn and some sunflowers that, you know, as much as anything may not increase the yield potential, but hopefully the bushel weight and the test weight, you know, will be what it um, should or could be. Um, you know, we've seen temperatures on Sunday here that were pretty hot, and we've seen the crops really, really uh, feeling the effects of that heat, and, uh, you know, it, it would be uh, noticed in the, the sample and, you know, smaller seed size and test weight and all of those things. So, so hopefully it'll help that way as well because we get we kind of get paid by the pounds we take to the elevator. That was Bill Campbell, president of Keystone Agricultural Producers. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. Manitoba Agriculture says harvest completion across all regions of the province has reached 5%. That's ahead of the four-year average of 3% for the second week of August. Weighted average crop quality sits at 45%, rated good. Thunderstorms arrived over much of the province early this week. Rainfall was generally between 10 to 45 millimeters. However, cereal crops will not benefit, but some late canola, soybeans, and corn and sunflowers could still benefit. Cereal harvest has started. Yields are typically below average, ranging from 20 to 70 bushels per acre for spring wheat, but with high protein. Early harvested oat crops are yielding between 15 and 80 bushels per acre, many averaging between 40 to 60 bushels per acre, but are often lightweight. Farmers continue to make green feed and determine end use for damaged and drought-affected grain crops. As we heard yesterday, the Manitoba government will invest $62 million in programs under the AGRA recovery framework to support livestock producers affected by this year's drought conditions. Carson Callum is general manager of Manitoba Beef Producers. Definitely very pleased with this announcement and uh, the avenues that they're looking to, to support, you know, looking at the two-pronged approach that we had suggested and ensuring that there's uh, assistance for folks to to keep animals on and, and get feed either purchased or, or shipped in, and then looking at the other, the other part of it and that recognizes that people have already made these, these uh, tough decisions to sell off a good portion of their herd, and we want to support them um, getting back in, and growing their herds back up once uh, you know, maybe these drought issues subside. The federal government announced it's ready to invest $100 million in its share of agri-recovery programs. And dairy farmers are also suffering from this year's drought. David Weens is chair of Dairy Farmers of Manitoba. We did a, a survey with our farmers uh, last week, and, uh, and we got a very strong response back. We had over 60% of the farmers responded to this, uh, this survey, and, and it clearly indicated that there's uh, 60% of the dairy farms in the province either uh, are not sure or they will not have enough feed for this coming year. Ween says some dairy farms in the province are in danger of running out of water. And as we mentioned, southern Manitoba received much needed rain this week. Daniel Acuna with Series Global Seeds talked about how the crops will benefit. For soybeans, we, we see this a huge fit, especially on the mid-season to late season. On, on those fronts, we do see the soybeans filling 
and it's not going to hurt at all on the corn front. You know, it, it's it's minimal grain that we do see in some areas. Other areas are a little bit harder hit. It's unfortunate to see, but we can only move forward and, and look at next year as something to, to look after. So this year, it is what it is, but let's move on for, for next year, and we're, we're hoping for some more rain. Series is hosting its Insight Tour this week across southern Manitoba. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Wednesday, August 11th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from the chair of Dairy Farmers of Manitoba. Dairy farmers are also being affected by this year's drought conditions. David Weens is chair of Dairy Farmers of Manitoba. He's also the vice president with Dairy Farmers of Canada. Drought is affecting uh, uh, dairy farmers, you know, the same as, as it would for beef farmers. I mean, we, we both rely heavily on, on forages and, and water, of course. And so uh, we did a, a survey with our farmers uh, last week, and, uh, and we got a very strong response back. We had over 60% of the farmers responded to this, uh, this survey, and, and it clearly indicated that there's uh, 60% of the dairy farms in the province either... Uh, are not sure or they will not have enough feed for this coming year. So it, it was uh, quite surprising, uh, you know, to realize how high those numbers are. But also uh, one of the things that came through very clearly is that, you know, there are some, some dairy farms in the province that are actually uh, in, in danger of running out of water, uh, you know. And, and of course, uh, you need to be able to, the cows need water, you need water to, uh, for the you know for the milking system and so on so um, you know there, there's one uh, respondent that that said you know he would have uh, you know two to three weeks of water and after that he would be out and and once you know farms get to that point it becomes very very difficult to uh, to go past that because water is required on a on a daily basis so that was uh, that was a very much an eye opener for us to realize. Uh, you know, how, how widespread it is. And, and really, we have dairy farms right across the province. And so um, all, all areas are affected and, and some areas worse than others. With the shortage of feed and water, I guess, what happens once that point is reached? I guess, um, you know, are animals being sold off then? or? Well, certainly, uh, you know, a lot of uh, farmers are going to be looking at their, at their cattle inventory and, and, you know, they'll try to get by with the minimum numbers so that uh, you don't have to feed any more than, than what is absolutely necessary. But, you know, so farms are, are doing different things. So, you know, trying to, uh, you know, trying to get, get forages for their cows. I mean, you know, and in many cases, they're not going to have enough uh, uh, from, what, you know, their own harvest. So they're looking to, uh, to buy forages from others. And, and there's all kinds of pressures there because everybody is, is looking for feed, so that makes it uh, even more difficult. And, and I understand, too, that there's, uh, you, know, uh, you know, feed growing here in Manitoba, which is actually being uh, taken, uh, you know, uh, into the U- into buyers in the U.S. So we're also competing against that, which really, you know, affects the, the prices as well. So not only is there a shortage of feed, uh, but of course, the, the the cost of that feed has really skyrocketed. So that those are some real challenges that are facing our our farmers here. 
Yeah, I guess just uh, talk a little bit more about the the feed going uh, going down to the U.S. I'll put it this way: any amount of feed that is going out of Manitoba during a time when when uh, you know farms, whether you know especially uh, cattle and and certainly dairy farmers are trying to you know secure feed inventory for this this next year. I mean, it, it's just. Uh, you know the timing for the for the feeding going out of the province simply couldn't be worse because you know farmers are looking for feed and in some cases of course they are going out of province to secure feed and of course as you know with uh, with forages you know when when we're talking about you know uh, bale you know hay alfalfa it's very bulky and it's very expensive to transport so you want you know the closer to home that you know we can access feed the better and so in this case. You know, the feed that's been closer to home is, is, is to some extent leaving the province, which, you know, makes it an even more, um, uh, the local supply even more scarce. But, you know, there's other things that, that we would be looking at, too. And, and uh, you know, if we, you know, uh, for those crops, particularly, let's say, corn crops that are, you know, that are not going to make it in terms of, of uh, grain yield, you know, is there an opportunity there for, uh, you know, for for grain farmers to work with uh, with with dairy in this case, where the feed could be made available, and and that depends on on the the programs with mask too, right? So that, you know, it would be important for us to be able to repurpose some of these crops, so that you know, before it's too late, before the plants just dry down to nothing. So. Uh, but that would take. Uh, but there needs to be some uh, some really uh, quick action being taken uh, to provide an opportunity where this could happen. So, uh, so that feed that's growing out there is not going to make make it for its original intended purposes. Could be repurposed for uh, for cattle feed. So, you know, those are one of the things that we'd be uh, hoping for, looking at, and hopefully, you know, would like Mass to have more of a look at that too. That was David Weens, Chair of Dairy Farmers of Manitoba. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Manitoba Agriculture is offering an online environmental farm plan workshop August 25th. Today is the last day to register. Visit the Manitoba Agriculture website for more details. The annual general meeting for Farm Credit Canada is scheduled for August 18th at 1 p.m. Visit the FCC website for details. And the Canadian Beef Industry Conference has been rescheduled and moved to an online format this year, taking place August 31st to September 2nd. Go to CanadianBeefIndustryConference.com. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Wednesday afternoon, we checked in with a couple of local farmers to find out how the rain will impact this year's crops and how harvest is coming along. Reporter Barry Lamb chatted with Jake Eyre, who farms in the Minto area. You were sitting about three-quarters of an inch there, Barry. I know uh, varying amounts of precipitation across southwestern Manitoba, but I think I'm safe to say when I speak for everyone and say that it was a very, very welcomed rain. How dry is it or was it out there, and, and what does this moisture actually mean for, well, I don't know about this year's crop, but just to have some, some moisture in the ground? Yeah, so uh, on our farm, we actually we started harvesting on Sunday there, and uh, we did about uh, 90 acres of barley, and 
uh, moisture conditions of the crop. It was coming in about between 12 and 14 percent was the grain moisture. Uh, this rain is actually very, very welcomed for crops such as corn and soybeans and as well as the edible, like uh, navy beans that are still filling this time of year and are still needing some moisture. So uh, some of the cereals and uh, oil seeds like canola that are potentially, you know, drying down or ready to be harvested, they'll hold on for a little bit longer. But those other crops like corn, soybeans, and uh, edible beans, they'll they'll like this rain. It'll help them fill a bit more. The harvest that is underway, uh, what is the uh, quality and or return on it? Would you say it's average or overall how is it? It's varying. Uh, I've heard reports of really good yields. I've heard reports of average yields, and I've heard reports of terrible yields. It's uh, it's kind of extreme variability depending on field conditions, soil conditions, soil type, um, moisture. But uh, I'd say so far it's it's trending on the average side. And while this uh, three quarter to one inch uh, was nice to get, things still quite dry out there. Yeah, I know lots of farmers are concerned this year about. Uh, fires in the field. I've spoke to a few people, and people are taking other uh, other precautions, fire extinguishers, hooking on to an old tractor with a culvert nearby, or maybe bringing the water truck to the field. And I'd say that's something I would probably encourage people to think of and just take a little extra time to consider. As in these dry conditions, there is a potential for you know a spark to fly off or a bearing to go when it's a bit hot, and next thing you know, you, you have a blaze. So first and foremost, we just I want everyone to take care of themselves and their families, and, and we hope that's something that doesn't happen. That was Minto area farmer Jake Ayer chatting with Golden West reporter Barry Lamb. I had a chance yesterday to chat with Isaac Frase, who farms near Plum Coulee. At the farm, right, right around 1.2. Were things pretty dry before that? or Oh, so, yeah, as so many other places, we were super dry. Super dry. So we'd only receive something like, I think it was point. Seven five inches in total so far since April. So, is that going to help any of the crops, or is it uh, is it too too late? We were talking about that yesterday, and I'm uh, looking at the soybeans. Uh, I think some of the soybeans can benefit from it. Yet, some of them were already shutting down, so it may prove me wrong. But I think for some of the soybeans, it's already too late because they were already shutting down. For the cereals, obviously, it's all done. For the canola, too late for them. What about corn? Do you have corn? We don't grow corn. No. Okay. Nope. Um, and any hail in your area there? No, nothing. I haven't heard of anything. I know what uh, in Altona they have talked about it, but uh, all the fields where we have fields, we haven't heard any reports anywhere yet. And looking around, there's we had wind, but not not hail. Is that water sitting around anywhere, or has it has it soaked in already? It's gone. It's in the, in the ditches. There's a little bit left, and that's about it. Have you started with harvest yet? Uh, we did on our perennial ryegrass. That's all we have often. We've done some swathing of canola. We were going to be going this week, but um, obviously Friday we tried, and uh, we were so well away. We were over 18% yet, and so we had planned on trying again yesterday, and um, then the rain came, so I'll take the rain. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess a lot of the a lot of the cereals, they're, they're pretty much ready to go, though, or... Oh yeah. yeah, we had we had kind of thought that if we could start yesterday, we would just be we would just keep going until all the wheat was done. That had been the plan, and then go right into canola and just just keep right on right on going. Everything's been kind of dried off. The heat has done its, its work. So, is this early to start harvest? For us, it is. We normally wouldn't be starting uh, wouldn't be starting uh, our wheat probably till the third week of August. 
I mean, there's been some of the exceptional years, but uh, for us, this is early. What are you expecting um, heading into harvest? Um, you know, as far as uh, far as yields, we have uh, hopes that some of our wheat will still hit forty, maybe just over, and then uh, some of the ones that timing was so was so critical this year. So we have some that we are thinking will do well below well below forty. And Kelowna kind of the same way. We have uh, two fields that we think can do reasonably, like not bumper, but reasonably, maybe just below average. Uh, and then, uh, and then we have some on some other fields that just did not get any of the opportune rains, and they all they all struggled to hit twenty, I think. That was Plum Coulee area farmer Isaac Frase. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. As we heard yesterday, the Manitoba government will invest $62 million in programs under the EGRA recovery framework to support livestock producers affected by this year's drought conditions. Bill Campbell is president of Keystone Agricultural Producers. As a ag organization, we are thankful for the provincial government for this announcement. We have um, voiced our concerns with regards to the impact that the drought has had on producers, and the government has listened and responded. And so I think that's uh, very welcoming news that we're going to try and address some of the issues with regards to the drought. And through the agri-recovery programs. The federal government announced it's ready to invest $100 million in its share of agri-recovery programs. A recent survey by Dairy Farmers of Manitoba says 60% of dairy farms are not sure or will not have enough feed for this coming year. Here's Chair David Weens. Some dairy farms in the province that are actually in danger of running out of water. And of course, cows need water. You need water to... Uh, for the you know for the milking system and so on. So there's one uh, respondent that that said you know he would have uh, two to three weeks of water and after that he would be out. And and once you know farms get to that point, it becomes very very difficult to go past that because water is required on a on a daily basis. Ween says some feed being grown in Manitoba is being sold into the U.S. and impacting prices. And farmers finally received some rain this week, but is it too late? Rick Van Leike is president and owner of Horizon Seeds. He talked about the corn crop. So the biggest challenge that we've had in this drought is uh, during pollination period. So the pollination period is set and, and the ear has been determined. The nice part about this is the rain that we've caught will finish what's there. So uh, what did pollinate will fill its ear out uh, to a decent size and we'll have enough moisture to finish it out. But uh, the damage has been done. Van Leike was asked about other potential problems. We're going to see uh, an ear that uh, probably is going to surpass its husk now that we just received rain. So we may uh, be up against some bird damage where that ear is going to grow past its husk. And uh, I think that the plant is it was very stressed, but it's going to turn back into a healthy mode. So I think we can probably evade any uh, disease risks that we're looking at. Horizon Seeds is part of the series Global Seeds Insight Tour taking place this week in southern Manitoba. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show... We'll have details on the latest USDA WASDI report. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon.
Hope you can join us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.